Hello everybody, my name is Michael and welcome back to Last to First. So it is the Mexico City Grand Prix race review time. Not the best race we've ever seen, but there are certainly plenty of talking points to go into uh, as per usual. So let's get into it. Perez's disaster home race. First off, I need to state a formal apology to Sergio Perez and the entire country of Mexico as I completely called uh, his disastrous weekend and I kind of feel bad for completely jinxing him like that, but that is the name of the game. And uh, yeah, of course, I'm talking about the first lap incident with Perez turning in on Charles Leclerc and knocking himself out of the race on the first lap. Uh, I certainly feel for Chaco. That's a really not ideal thing. Very sad for him to have to do that in front of his home crowd. But you make a mistake and you make a mistake. These are the things that happen. Um, but yeah, he had an incredible run on uh, at the start of the race there. And he was just getting the biggest toe of his entire life from Verstappen and made a risky move on the outside of turn one and he just decided to turn in a little too early. I can certainly appreciate that he wanted to really go for the win and be aggressive with it, but it was just a clumsy mistake that he made. He very much knew that Verstappen was on the inside of Leclerc because he was getting the toe from him, so he knew they were going three wide in there and he just turned on on him too much, flew several feet up in the air. It was actually uh, pretty crazy how uh, how far up he got must have been quite the thud when he came back down but you could certainly see his emotions uh, in the car as well as uh, in the garage and afterwards I mean he was just completely gutted as you would imagine and it was definitely sad to see but mistakes are mistakes and yeah that's not looking good for Perez uh, especially after Ricardo's great weekend as well but uh, yeah, this weekend only has continued to refuel, refuel any rumors of Perez's seat. I don't think they ever completely died down, but he had a calmer weekend uh, at the USGP. And after this, I mean, that completely lit up the flame even more, just threw gasoline on the fire completely. Um, but, you know, with Ricardo having that great race, uh doesn't doesn't look too good for Perez when he had such a disastrous weekend and then Ricardo outqualified him as well as uh continued that with a strong race and probably would have even done better had it not been for the red uh the red flag but not only is the pressure mounting from Ricardo for Perez but now just today I've been on Twitter and there are rumors of Alonso going to Red Bull next year I was really surprised to see that. I can't particularly imagine that happening. I don't really see it happening. But boy, oh boy, would that make for quite the spicy title fight next year. I mean, that would end up in absolute flames, chaos, disaster, crashes. Two of the most aggressive drivers in Formula 1 right now and maybe ever. Verstappen and Alonso going head-to-head. I mean, that would be that would be crazy. If Red Bull has the same advantage as 
they do this year if they had it next year as well then i think the title fight would be okay uh if there was a verstappen and alonso uh pairing there but if ferrari mercedes mclaren if any of these teams are a little closer snatching a couple wins i mean uh a verstappen and alonso duo could take a lot of points away from each other and could open the doors for other possibilities for other teams but uh we can only dream and uh, have a good laugh at all of the rumors uh that exist uh certainly certainly (laughs) f1 twitter is a crazy space out there but back to Sergio Perez in particular, um, just, yeah, it's just unfortunate for him. Red Bull clearly wants to keep Checo. That's the easiest option for them. He has performed well, and they know and we know that he can perform well. But if he finishes the year poorly, uh, like he is and has continued, um, and especially if Hamilton were to beat him uh, for P2 in the in the Constructors' Championship, then I don't think it's looking good for Perez at all. Um, I think I could see a switch happening sooner rather than later. But yeah, if he loses out to Hamilton for P2 in the championship, that shows that he is a real true liability uh, for Red Bull because the battle for P2 should not be existent at all. It's only down to Perez's lack of pace and his mistakes um, that it's even existent. And if it wasn't for Hamilton getting disqualified at the USGP, as well as a numerous uh, numerous other problems that Hamilton and Mercedes have had this year, I think Hamilton could be in P2 already as is. Um, so Perez is a bit lucky, but he really needs to hold on to that if he wants to hold on to his seat going forward, I think. The Honey Badger is back. The Honey Badger has appeared to officially made a return, and boy, it is good to see. I think everybody is happy to see such a great performance from Ricardo. He seems like he's really uh, back to his old self, and he says that he feels uh, back to his old self as well. Uh, We'll see if he can maintain that over the next couple races because it's one thing to have one really good race on a track that suits the car, um, and it's another thing to sustain that for multiple races. So it will be interesting to see. But yeah, he had a stunning qualifying to start P4. It was super impressive. Uh, Nobody, uh, I don't think anybody thought that uh, he would be on the second row of the grid and then to top it off, he outqualified Perez in the Red Bull, which is bonkers McGee's. I mean, that's its own storyline right there. Say nothing about Perez crashing out of the race. Um, and then Ricardo was only just about a tenth of a second off of Verstappen as well for qualifying. So super awesome pace uh, from Ricardo in the AlphaTauri. And, you know, as we were going through qualifying, I was wondering if Ricardo would be able to maintain that pace because in Q1 and Q2 he was getting uh, quite the hefty toe from Sonoda since he was going to be starting from the pit lane Um, but when Sonoda wasn't in Q3 and he didn't have the toe he still showed up and uh, made quite the uh, incredible lap there so I was very pleasantly surprised to see that but really awesome uh, qualifying from Ricardo. The amount of pressure that Ricardo is putting on Perez at the moment is hard to imagine. Uh, that's just <laughs> to have such a great performance like that and Perez to have such a, a bad performance. I can only imagine what Checo is feeling uh, right now, what's going through his head and 
who knows, maybe his fate has already been sealed. We don't really know with all the all the rumors spreading around, but of course they are just rumors as per usual. But yeah, uh, Ricardo, he had the great qualifying and then he followed it up with maybe even an uh, even better race. He maintained really strong pace and uh, really impressed a lot of people. Um, he was even battling Russell uh, at the end of the race there, which we did not see, thanks to the TV directors. Um, don't get me started on the TV directors. They should be fired immediately uh, after that craziness. Just completely cutting away from a battle is just insane, unacceptable, and they missed so much more throughout the race, and they missed stuff every single race. It's quite brutal. But anyways... Uh, yeah, what was Russell up to? I mean, he was lost this weekend. He was once again far beyond, uh, far behind Hamilton, and for Ricardo to be battling Russell was pretty insane. Uh, both for Ricardo to be that impressive and uh, Russell to be that impressively uh, rough around the edges this weekend. But Russell is single-handedly trying to lose Mercedes P2 in the constructors because he keeps finishing behind uh, the Ferraris. And luckily for him, Hamilton is finishing ahead of them with uh, P2 and some some great uh, races as of late. But Russell really needs to get his act together, both for his own self, for his long-term future, as well as for Mercedes fight and P2 uh, in the championship. But going back to uh, Ricardo's race, uh, it looked like he was going to be right up there in fifth, sixth, uh, maybe seventh in, in that range. Uh, he had genuine pace and was genuinely able to keep the, the cars behind him. Uh, then the red flag came out and uh, about halfway through the race, and unfortunately that didn't help Ricardo. He lost a couple positions because of that, um, but he still wound up P7, almost P6 very nearly, and got a great haul of points for the AlphaTauri uh, team uh, with Sonoda's crazy mishap, which I'll get into later, and uh, Ricardo's great performance, uh, quite the contrasting performances there but ricardo single-handedly uh, in that race brought uh, alfatari up to eighth in the championship and uh, yeah great performance uh, from him some much needed money for alfatari in the in the constructors race so we'll see what happens in the final few races can they knock on williams door or uh, will they be able to stay in eighth or will they go back down in order since they're level with alfa romeo right now we shall see Magnuson red flag. Now speaking on the red flag caused by Kevin Magnuson, quite the massive shunt from Magnuson. Uh, we saw when it cut to him on the on the TV, the car was really completely destroyed, and thankfully he was okay. As soon as we saw it on the live feed, he was already getting out of the car, but he looked a little shaken up and looked like he may have. Uh, held onto the steering wheel or something when he crashed because he was shaking around his wrists kind of like Ricardo was uh, when he broke his wrists. But I don't think there was any long-term problems for Magnuson with that. I'm sure he just got shaken up. But yeah, quite the massive crash crash for him in a weird part of the track. And that was due to some suspension failure on the Haas that caused him to just completely veer off mid-corner and just spear into a wall. And uh, quite the massive shunt. shunt. But thankfully, he was um, he was all okay. 
unfortunately for the interest of the race, the red flag didn't really come at an opportune uh, time because most of the front runners and most of the drivers in particular uh, or throughout the uh, grid had already pitted. So it really didn't allow it to spice things up uh, too much, unfortunately. It just hurt some drivers uh, like Ricardo. And then it did benefit a couple other drivers down the order, um, but I, I just can't remember who in particular that it was uh, decent for. But uh, yeah, had probably 15 or 20 minutes of waiting for the barriers to get repaired, and then there was another standing start, which uh, I think everybody was super excited for and nervous for given um, the first start with Perez and generally there's always a lot of risk involved in a standing start especially in turn one at Mexico because it is so tight through turns one two and three however um, there was not uh, any amount of chaos unfortunately on the standing start it was all pretty chill Um, there was some good battles uh, a little further back in the order like Ricardo trying to make his move on on Russell um, and some real close racing throughout there but Hamilton wasn't able to take advantage of his softer tires Uh, he was on the mediums compared to Verstappen and the Ferraris on the hards and he just didn't get away good enough he almost got swallowed up uh, by signs as well and then Verstappen just had the perfect getaway on the hard tires somehow Uh, he just completely flew off like a rocket ship and he was uh, not challenged at all so that kind of led to the rest of the race being status quo for him um, but yeah, I haven't touched on it much, uh, with Verstappen there, but obviously another great performance from him, 16 wins in a season, the most ever breaking his previous record of 15. What's to stop him from getting a few more? Not much. Uh, it's going to be tough. Mercedes typically has done well in Brazil, so we'll see, but yeah, super impressive from him. He had seeming uh, he had complete control over the race, a ton of race pace, and Hamilton in P two or Charles Leclerc starting from pole just had uh, nothing to fight him with, unfortunately. But congrats to Verstappen, fifty one wins, sixteen wins this season alone, pretty insane what he's doing right now. Lando Norris, that's it. Lando Norris, everybody. Got to give him a round of applause because what a race from him. It was so unfortunate that he wound up qualifying so poorly on Saturday because, man, his race pace, race craft, strategy, everything was just so great uh, throughout the race. He was just on another level uh, today, but he started i believe p17 uh from qualifying and after some of the other cars had to start from the pit lane or have engine penalties and whatnot um but throughout the race the beginning of the race was pretty chill he climbed up to p10 after starting on the softs which was an interesting choice i think a lot of people were worried about that after seeing the high degradation of the softs in uh, qualifying and throughout the weekend but he pulled it off and uh, quietly snuck up to p10 before the red flag uh, came and on the standing start he lost several places and went back down the order uh, which was unfortunate for him but he got pinched between a couple cars and he had to back out pretty heavily to not uh, crash nobody's fault or anything the space just ran out so he had to make the the smart call to kind of back out of any potential moves and caused them to lose a couple places but uh, i think that let 
uh, lit a fire in his belly because he was on fire for the rest um, of the race. Particularly his last stint was just insanely impressive with his pace and his tire management. I felt like he was just pushing the entire race and was just on uh, on another level there. Um, seemed like he nobody else had any answers for him, and he was just passing cars left and right. I mean, who would have known? Uh, who knows what would have happened had he qualified better? I think he definitely would have been on the podium. Just a matter of uh, where he would have finished on the podium. I don't think he would have got Verstappen. However, I think there's uh, every chance that he may have been able to get Hamilton in P2. But unfortunately, uh, we will not know because of his uh, unfortunate qualifying on Saturday. But nonetheless, really great race on Sunday for Norris. Uh, he was really the only entertainment value of the race because of how many overtakes he was having throughout the entire race, just constantly trying to crawl back after starting behind and then losing some places and then going back again. Um but that at least helps some entertainment entertainment value for what we saw anyways shout out to the tv directors but yeah it still wasn't a good race i wouldn't say uh pretty lackluster but without him it would have been even more dull so shout out to norris for that i really wonder if the mclarens had a better cooling package this weekend um i don't know if any of you guys have heard anything about it but I didn't hear them talk too much about uh, the temperatures or having any problems with cooling. And I didn't see them, uh, I didn't really see them having any problems with cooling, like getting out of the way of, of cars in front um, with the hot air coming back. It just seemed like uh, Norris was able to just push hard for seemingly, seemingly the entire race and just was not having any issues like the other cars uh, were. Uh, particularly the Ferraris had to really manage their pace doing a ton of lifting and coasting uh, to cool down uh, the engines. So I don't know, definitely interesting, but uh, I think that may have been a strong case for why Norris uh, had str such a strong race. But I don't know. Let me know if you guys know anything uh, about that. But on the other side of the garage uh, for McLaren, got to speak on uh, Piastri for a moment. He had another really lackluster performance this week weekend, and he was really nowhere again uh, in the race. Um, it was been pretty weird to see this downturn in form for Piastri, um, and quite uh, quite unfortunate to see so far. But for Norris to still beat him shows, uh, after starting from near last, shows how not on the pace Piastri was and just how uh, impressive Norris was uh, during the race as well as uh, just his recent form has been on another level. Hoping to see Piastri make some better, um, better improvements throughout the rest of the season. I think he definitely uh, needs it after sh showing such strong um pace and form up until like the usgp or so um but i'm sure he will turn it back on um it was another higher degradation race so maybe that was the case but definitely something that he needs to sort out um but i think he will he is a very quick strong driver and i know we'll see him challenging norris again in the near future sonoda copies perez yuki 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 my goodness <laughs> Apparently, Sergio Perez is his idol because he decided to copy exactly what Perez did in turn one and ruin his race as well. 
uh, it was pretty shocking to see. Super unfortunate. Uh, but Sonoda really ruined a great result for the team. Could have been a double point score for the team. And unfortunately, he threw that away by copying Perez and just turning into Piastri uh, in the first corner. He seemed like he kind of drove kind of erratically. He didn't need to turn and uh, he didn't need to move under braking a little bit that I believe he did and then just turn completely too early in on Piastri. Piastri was just a passenger in that and that ruined Sonoda's race. Um, really disastrous mistake by, by Sonoda. Um, it would have been huge points for the team uh, as well as just the continued pressure on him with Ricardo outperforming him. It definitely, definitely is not going to help his cases for a future race seat uh, down the line. But up until that moment, he was having a really incredible drive. He was uh, last after having, I believe, an uh, engine, uh, engine swap um, that he needed to have. And yeah, he was really crawling back for him to get to points. And AlphaTauri from last was super impressive. And there was times where maybe we even, we even thought that he was going to beat Ricardo, which would have been uh, insane in more ways than one. But alas, just like Perez, um, everything can go well up until you make a mistake, and that ruined his race and ruined the team's chances of getting some extra points. So not a mistake that should be happening from Sonoda, who is several years into his Formula One career. But uh, yeah, mistakes, mistakes were made. My predictions versus the actual results. Lastly, going into my predictions versus the actual results. Now, I had some interesting predictions uh, this weekend, and some of them came weirdly crazy true, and I'm sorry for that. And other ones were uh, not so true, unfortunately. But uh, for qualifying, I predicted that it would be Verstappen P1, Hamilton P2, Leclerc P3. And uh, to everybody's surprise, ended up being Leclerc in P1, Sainz in P2, and Verstappen in P3. I don't know where the Ferraris pulled that out of the bag, but it was uh, very shocking and surprising. And uh, another pull for Leclerc and uh, another uh, loss for him to Verstappen after starting from pole. Very unfortunate for him. The stat line continues, but really no fault of his own because the Ferrari just didn't have the pace. Uh, the Mercedes were down in, I think, like 5th and 6th or 6th and 7th? 6th and 8th, sorry. Um, after Perez outqualified them as well as Ricardo outqualifying them. So that was pretty, pretty crazy and unexpected. But yeah, the Mercedes just didn't have the pace in qualifying that I thought that they would at the end, but Hamilton still uh, made up for it with a gr great result in P2. But going on to the race, my predictions was were uh, Hamilton, Norris, and Leclerc, and the actual, of course, was P1 Verstappen, P2 Hamilton, P3 Leclerc. So I really felt it in my guts that there was going to be some reliability problem for Verstappen after he had the braking issues in Austin. I really thought now was the time for Hamilton to finally win two years on from his last victory, nearly two years on, and for Verstappen to have a true reliability problem. But unfortunately for us uh, non-Verstappen fans or for everybody who wants a good race in general, he did not have any reliability problems. He was bulletproof 
performed outstanding and not much more to say about him but yeah uh, in addition with predicting Norris and P2 uh, that went out the window as soon as his qualifying was over in Q1 so that was quite unfortunate I thought my predictions for the whole weekend were gonna be entirely wrong as per usual but of course I had some uh, good predictions at the end but yeah had Norris started uh, a bit higher up um, after qualifying I think he definitely would have been on the podium and it would have been a good shout and I was correct with Leclerc um, getting P3 in the podium. And uh, yeah, so at least uh, had a couple <laughs> couple drivers on there uh, that was correct, just maybe in slightly different orders. Next up, my masterclass of the weekend, uh, I had predicted Lewis Hamilton because I thought he was going to win, and I wanted to double down on that. And I don't think I'd be wrong to say uh, he was uh, the masterclass. I think he certainly had um, a great weekend, another great result um, uh, here in Mexico. However, there were several other drivers that could easily have been the masterclass, and maybe they were uh, better. So let me know what you guys think, who was the driver of the weekend. But yeah, it could have been Verstappen, just outstanding all weekend, brought home the win. Wasn't much of a challenge uh, to uh, from other drivers, but you can't blame him for that. Um, of course, Ricardo, uh, an insane comeback weekend, which was uh, nice to see. And then obviously Norris as well could have been in the masterclass. Um, maybe less so him because of his qualifying performance, but certainly can't take away his performance in the race. For my last two predictions for the disaster class of the weekend and the bold prediction, I want to apologize again because I was spot on with the predictions and while I do enjoy being right with my predictions, I do feel bad for how disastrously it did go for my prediction of Sergio Perez. And yeah, sad days for him. He actually had a decent qualifying and looked like he was going to rip apart my predictions to shreds. But, um, you know, that clearly went very well for him in the race. He did get out-qualified by uh, Ricardo, of course. So that certainly didn't look good, but he still had a very clean qualifying. He was only like a tenth and a half or two tenths off of Verstappen, which is where he really needs to be. And it doesn't happen too often that he was that close, but he still got qualified by Ricardo. So that uh, didn't look good. But then, of course, lap one of the race makes a mistake, turns in on Leclerc, misjudges it, uh, just really clumsy and wipes himself out of the race. So yeah brutal for him and I saw that and I was shocked for him and shocked for how accurate my predictions would be because I thought that he would uh, get into some type of tangle and that he might uh, crash out or get some heavy damage and he did both of those things uh, crashed out had to DNF and I also predicted he wouldn't score a single point and he did not score a single point after that so sad days for him but that means the fight for P2 is back on. It's only 20 points difference. If if Perez continues to have some struggles and Hamilton is on the run of form he has, it's very possible. There's only three races left with the sprint race. Hamilton is certainly very good in Brazil, and the Red Bulls weren't the best last year in Brazil. So there's all the chance in the world that Hamilton could continue to take some points away from Perez and P2 uh, in the championship. 
So we'll see. That's going to be interesting. The other titles, uh, the titles have been completely wrapped up, of course. So this is our last uh, bit of entertainment uh, for the last few races. But we'll see what happens with that. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to my Mexico City Grand Prix race review. We are going to be back so soon again with the Brazilian GP next weekend, the last uh, of three races of the triple header, and then we're off to Las Vegas and Abu Dhabi. Hope we can have a couple, a few strong races uh, to finish out the weekend, but I'm excited to continue uh, making podcasts and videos about Formula One. I love this and I don't want the season to end. Got to come up with some stuff to do over the winter break before the season begins again. But don't worry, I have some ideas coming and I'm looking forward to it. So thank you guys again for tuning in and I'll see you guys in the next one.